today we have a very exciting guest on the show, and it is me. That's right. I'm the guest, and this is what I call a micro show. It might not be so micro because the idea that I'm talking about today on the Chase Jarvis Live Show on Creative Live is self-care. And a lot of us out there, you know, we're talking a big game about all the stuff you should do and um, how we should be and what my self-care routine looks like or yours or hers. But here's the deal. Regardless of however you move through life, whether you take good care of yourself regularly or maybe not so much, we all find ourselves from time to time in a position where we are not nailing it. Anybody out there? Anybody? Crickets? Tumbleweeds? No, I know right now you're nodding. You're walking down the street, you're sitting on the park bench in your car commuting, nodding. Yep, you're talking to me, Chase. And what I want you to know is I am in the same boat. I talk a big game. I uh, I come from a place of I, I do think I've done a lot of personal work, a lot of work in the area of self-care, but let's face it, life happens. And so today's episode is all about how to reboot the care we must give to ourselves so that we can be not just the highest performer, not just get the best you know, grades in class or score on the test or you know, ring the bell at the top of the climbing route or you know, plant the flag in the top of the mountain, but to be the best people, the best humans that we can be. Because that's one of the reasons I think we're put on this world, put on this planet rather, is to be the best version of ourselves as possible. So I'm, I, I'm going to share with you today um, a handful of things that I have learned about this process. Not just the process of, um, of creating a self-care routine, but what I think, because there's a lot of stuff out there about it. I've written about it at length in Creative Calling, uh, on my blog, Creative Live. There's all kinds of stuff around self-care. But what I think is a useful and often absent part of the conversation is what to do when you fall off that self-care wagon. Now, this can be uh, like like a small F fall off the wagon or a capital F fall off the wagon. You know the difference. You know, one is when you're um, you're not paying attention to your daily habits, or when you get sick, or you're in your you find out you're working too much, or with the capital F when you realize that you've really gone off track in taking care of yourself, and that can be how you're spending time, with whom you are spending time. I don't know if that's the right use of whom, who, who, with who, who you're. <laughs> you get it, but there's both the small and the capital F for falling off the train. And the cool thing is what I'm about to share with you works for both applications. But to get to where we need to go, we need to start at what I think is the start. And if you read Creative Calling, you're aware of um, a diagram. I only put half a dozen diagrams in the book. And one diagram is what I call the creative pyramid. Now, I've couched this in creativity, but to me, it's a recipe for life and the pyramid it's I'm going to I'm going to describe it right now so you can visualize it it's not hard there's only three tiers to this pyramid on the bottom tier is mindset i believe mindset is the key to nearly everything because without a consistent and dependable foundation to any house or as the egyptians knew to building a pyramid the top is going to crumble 
And I believe that is the case with mindset. Without a rock-solid mindset, it's hard to build things like habits and it's hard to reach goals and, and create success for oneself without a mindset. Other, you know, if you don't have that, you might get lucky every once in a while, but you can't reproduce that success repeatedly um, over time. So at the bottom of the pyramid is mindset. The middle tier of this pyramid that I want you to visualize is habits. Is you can just see the word habits and you start to realize that, yeah, habits, you know, those are behaviors that if you have a strong mindset and you consistently can produce a set of behaviors that is going to provide the access to the tip of the pyramid which is your goals now if you can step back for a second and look at this relationship i have through deconstructing my own successes and failures and the successes and failures of thousands of creators either on my podcast on creative live or dear dear friends of mine who are world-class performers there is a consistent relationship between mindset that is your ability to show up to be seen to be authentic and true to yourself and importantly aware which is i'm going to get to that in a second and the relationship that that has with the behaviors that you want to um that you want to live on a day-to-day basis that is how you actually what what actions you actually take repeatable behaviors those are your habits and the relationship between those and being able to do the things that you set out to do that is reach your goals so when i think about the relationship of those things and how it applies to self-care i i very very quickly arrive at the following how do we know that we need to take better care of ourselves how are we aware that something that we're doing is not working now this could be as simple as your throat starts to get uh, sore it gets scratchy and you're like oh my gosh i'm about to get sick sometimes it's true we wake up and we're just full-on sick and we get we get blindsided but most of the time and this is true with a cold as it is in life you start to feel yourself coming off the rails you start to feel that your self-care regiment, uh, whatever it is, is eroding. And to me, this is why mindset is so important. And it's also why I track my behaviors. Again, you're going to start to see the pattern and, and how these things connect. I have, over time, created a set of uh, 10 behaviors that I track because it is a insight into if I am doing those behaviors, you know what? my mindset is great and I tend to be achieving my goals and as soon as I start to cut corners through real life things like um, you know injuries or sickness or laziness or lack of connection to um, to others there's a, a million reasons your schedule gets crazy we start we have to travel some stuff for work but when I stop doing those habits I certainly stop reaching my goals. So I like to, uh, to, to think about the first step in rebooting self-care as awareness that you're no longer taking good care of yourself. Now, in a perfect world, I believe that we would all have a set of habits that we know that if we do these habits, we are our best self. 
it took me a really long time to understand what that list was for me. I, it took a couple years to refine it. But you know how I started? I just made a list of things that I believed would be helpful, and I started doing them. And I shaped that list over time, of course, over a number of years. But you've heard me talk about it on my YouTube channel. You've probably maybe even heard a podcast episode before. But I just have a simple uh, app that I track my behaviors. And there are 10. I won't go into details here, but uh, I'll reveal a few of them. One is meditate. One is drink only zero to one glasses of alcohol per day. Uh, Another is eat either on paleo or a slow carb diet. Uh, Another one is spend eight hours in bed. And regardless of what your list of behaviors is, and for the record, I use a, a little app called Habit List to track these. And lo and behold, over time, I have realize that, oh my God, the wheels are coming off. My self-care is needs a reboot. And then I can look back and you know how many of my daily habits I'm nailing? Turns out it's not that many. So there's this really clear um, relationship between how I'm feeling from a health perspective and what my, what I'm doing in the world. Now, this is a good place to press pause for a second because right now I'm recording this and it is early March. So if you're like 90, I think it's 93% of the population of the world and you've made a New Year's resolution and right now you are facing the reality that you might not be living that resolution, that promise you made to yourself to the extent that, um, that you had hoped for. And so there may be, you may be in this cycle of beating yourself up, which let's understand how far that's going to get you, right? It's not going to get you anywhere. And not dissimilar to meditation, um, if you're aware of meditation uh, or transcendental in case that, that that's the type of meditation that I practice, that is you focus on a mantra. In other types of meditation, you may focus on the breath. And the breath and the reality is that your job when meditating and you realize that you're not focusing on the mantra or you're not focusing, focusing on the breath, Your job is to just bring it back to that thing and start again, start anew. And so ultimately, I believe that the same thing is true with self-care. Rather than beating yourself up, rather than changing your goals, rather than doing all the things that most of us do when we realize that we're in harm's way, we're not living our full our full potential or we're not living up to the uh, standards that we know we are capable of is we we start to beat ourselves up when what we should be doing is just starting again no drama no judgment just go back to day one and one day one habit at a time start again now, right now you're going, wait a minute, I'm like, I'm X minutes into this thing and you're telling me that I just need to go back to the plan. Let me tell you something. The reason you make a plan is so that when stuff goes sideways, and it will, that you have made the plan and you know what it looks like to go back to true north, go back to what you said and felt and what you put on paper in your daily habits and your goals that you did that with a clear mind and knowing that what you wanted for yourself. So, of course, why wouldn't you just go back to the beginning? But here's the real deal. 
most of us don't. Most of us stop. We realize, oh, I haven't done this for X days. Therefore, I'm going to change my goals or I'm going to try and make up another, a set of excuses or I'm going to try and and what if or change or um, just basically deflect what we can say from where we're sitting right now is true. So in rebooting our self-care, the first thing I want us to do is A, be aware that we're off the rails. I think the best way of being aware of it is to track your habits. And in order to track your habits, I, I love, this is one of the reasons I think morning pages are incredible. Having a journal and spending the first one to three to five, ten minutes a day writing or tracking the habits that you know make you your best self. I don't want to tell you what those habits are. You'll find them. You know, I've got a lot of examples in, in Creative Calling. Uh, you can just Google it on the internet. Any set of behaviors. Most people, they need the perfect set of behaviors before they start. I'm telling you just to start with a, a very simple set of self-care. If you did these five things every day or every week, that you would be better off than if you didn't do them. So let's talk about how this manifests for me. Because I I, I can imagine that there's a handful of you who, are, who think that uh, because of what I say on the internet that I don't struggle with some of these things in the way that maybe you do. I'm here to clear that up and tell you that I'm absolutely exactly like you. And um, despite talking a big game, there are innumerable reasons why I will show up as less than my full potential. Um, I'll just give you a recent example, and that is travel. Um, now, you can imagine I've traveled a couple hundred thousand miles a year for the past, I think, 16 years. Uh, and in the course of doing so, if you look at my habit list, I mentioned 10 things that I like to do every day, you can imagine that as soon as you start traveling, uh, one, three, sometimes four or five days a week, that it would be very difficult to start off every day with a cold plunge or meditation. Because what if you're, what if you're on a plane or a train or in the back of an Uber? You, you might be able to you know, rationalize a way that, that it's important to, or not somehow not important to do the thing that you said you were going to do every day as a part of the habits you track. That is so hard for me to, um, to keep the schedule, especially while traveling. So the next logical thing for me to do is then look at it and say, well, if I'm not doing a hundred percent of the things, then why do anything at all? This is really common in uh, food planning and, um, I don't like the word dieting, but just in, in intentional eating. And that is, oh my gosh, I just actually, I, I wasn't really paying attention and I put a stack of Oreos in my mouth and then I realized, oh geez. So what sometimes happens is like, well, if I had three Oreos, I can now have 30 because everything's off the wheels. When what I want you to do and what I do when I can be aware of it, the moment that I become aware of it is I literally open my app to habit list and look at the promise that I made to myself of when I'm my best self, I do these 10 behaviors and I'm instantly back on track. That's not to say I don't want another stack of Oreos, but I was aware enough to acknowledge that I had fallen off of my best path. And it sounds mechanical. You know, it sounds like, you know, maybe I'm living my life like a robot 
or that that doesn't sound desirable and, you know, opening an app. I'm just saying I, I don't actually have to open the app very much anymore because I have conditioned myself and I know that what I'm sharing with you is true. But it's a great way to be unemotional about the process. And I take the, I'm, I'm going to share a line that I used to use um, back when I was very competitive in soccer and playing on the Olympic development team. If I made a mistake during a game and made a, a bad pass or missed a shot or did something that I shouldn't have, I had one simple line that I said myself, said to myself, and it goes like this. That's not like me. Next time I will, and then fill in the blank, what the desired behavior was. One simple sentence. And so now, whether I choose to open my app and remind myself what I'm intending to do with my time and days and behaviors or not and I can just be in the moment and say ah dang that's not like me next time I will it immediately resets me and when it resets me there's a little personal victory because what you've done in addition to not judging yourself is you're immediately winning because you've cultivated that foundation that I started with talking about mindset. You've regrounded in what I think is the most important part of the relationship. You've acknowledged that you were like, again, it's really hard to find yourself if you can't say you're lost. So not lost with a capital L, I would say lost with a small L. So I, I, I give myself a little victory. It's like, oh, you know what? Awareness is half of the battle. And when you can be aware that you're not you know, being your best self, I instantly feel a little sense of victory. I go back to my set of habits. Now, I'm going to put a pause on this for just a second. And if you are at all overwhelmed with what I'm sharing right now, I'm going to try and say it in like three sentences. We all, at some point or another, do things that are not in service of our vision that we have for ourselves. Assuming that you have a vision for yourself, I encourage you to orient around knowing what that vision is, being aware of it, and having it at top of mind, to having a set of behaviors such that if you do these things they in, in a habitual way, that they will empower you to reach your goals. If you have that orientation and you can be aware that you are no longer doing things that serve your goals you have already won. That is step one for getting back on the path. Step two then is just to re-engage in those habits that you know make you your best self. And so the truth is I can be off the rails by like I can have gone five days without sleeping more than eight hours and uh, three days with having more than zero to one, you know, drinks and uh, 48 hours of eating like a 14-year-old and in the moment recognize where I'm at and get back on track. The truth is that I am I have become so much better at this over the course of the path over the course of the past I would say call it three years that I rarely get that far out of whack and it's often just as simple as, look, I've missed two evening meditations over the past two days. I need to recommit. I just go get right back on the path. I'd say one of the biggest fallacies in pop culture and especially this sort of 
modern um, access to experts that we that we all share in and 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 mostly benefit from. Um, it's fantastic to see the habits and see the paths for self improvement and um, growth. But there's one thing that I want to call specific attention to, and that is, it, it, I'm reminded of a podcast um, with a woman named Sherry Huber and um, her colleague Ashwini. Uh, it was an episode, they are Buddhist monks. And um, it's easy to understand that if we cannot be aware of not being in service of our goals, that is, if we aren't able to accept everything about us from where we are right now, we quickly see that this could become toxic through self-judgment or self-hate, as as uh, Sherry Huber talks about. And I, I think going for perfection, you're setting yourself up for failure. I much prefer progress over perfection. And you've heard me talk about that in previous episodes. And again, I'll reference Creative Calling. Just the simple fact that you are... Um, that you know that there is a path that you would like to follow. You have a preference and an awareness for that path and that that path, you know, that on that path, if you act and behave with a certain set of habits, that you are the most likely to uh, be able to reach your goals. To me, that that is a lovely little, um, uh, it's a lovely, simple little structure through which you can engage in a really vibrant and meaningful and heartfelt life. This idea that you're going to make zero mistakes and that if you make a mistake that you're going to beat yourself up. You know, look at pain is not optional in life. Every one of us has experienced pain and will experience pain in our future. But I promise you that the suffering part is optional. If you can find a way to continue to love yourself and to just get back on the path or get back on the horse if you've fallen off, get back on track to the preference that you have for the mindset that you know to be true and the set of behaviors to get you to the goals and aspirations that you have in your life, that that awareness in itself of allowing yourself to exist in imperfection and just being willing to put yourself back on the path will, I believe, is a secret formula to a fulfilled life. Here's why I believe this. One, it sets a clear space for us to take care of and love ourselves. Two, it acknowledges that we're imperfect and if we fall off the path, we have a plan to get back on it. It is, without judgment, go right back to the habits. And it's in doing these habits and when we're doing them consistently that we are our highest self and that we reach our goals. What is that if it's not a simple framework for a well-lived, healthy, and fulfilled life? Where I think we go wrong is in the following three areas. One, we don't have a plan or a set of behaviors or a, a series of aspirations for our life. We haven't understood what our why is and we don't have a handful of things that we are doing and actions that we are pursuing to um, to focus our time and energy and heart on. 
So if you don't have that, no big deal, but you should take the time to create a very simple roadmap for yourself. I would not dive in the deep end of the pool, give yourself 34 behaviors and 15 goals. A great place to start is just with a handful, two or three, two or three behaviors and two or three goals, or if you want to call them preferences for how you'd like to be. So that's the first place that I see um, us whiffing in life is that we don't haven't created um, a, a, a map of what we want to be and become in this world. Second, when we realize that we aren't on that path or aren't pursuing the things that we had planned for ourselves, we beat ourselves up. We judge and we immediately fall into a self-destructive pattern of um, negative you know, self-talk and uh, a weakened mentality that undermines our ability to be fulfilled. And then third, we then discount and discard things one and two as irrelevant or it's so far gone that I can't get back, so what am I even doing? If you can ignore that pattern, that one, two, three that I just walked through, and instead go right back to basics, I truly believe you'll be 90% further along and 99% more fulfilled in your day-to-day life. So I want to bring it back to the top of the hour. And this episode, again, it's self-care reboot. It's March. A lot of you have fallen off your resolutions. Or if you're not listening to it in March and it's now um, September 22nd and you're realizing that, you know what? I'm not the best version of myself right now, regardless of what situation you're in. I would love for you to now think, what are three things that I can do? This Irregardless if you have a list of habits, if you do, go back to that list. If you don't, and what I've said here is starting to resonate with you or it makes a little bit of sense, I would like you to answer the question. Preferably, I would like you to write this down, whether if not if you're driving, <laughs> not if you're running. So what are three, I like to think of it as three dominoes. What are three dominoes that if I knocked over these three dominoes, my life and my ability to, um, you know, to be happy and fulfilled and back on track. What are the three dominoes if I knocked them over that they would get me as close as possible to being back on track? Here's three ideas. These do not have to be the ones that you adopt, but these are ones that I know to be true for me and some other folks that uh, I've had this conversation with. It's popular responses. Number one, sleep. This was my 2020 goal to get better at sleep. I am sleeping on average eight hours and two minutes a day through 2020. Now that is like hours more than I have slept at at any point in my life before. And I can tell you that it is a force multiplier. When we are short on sleep, we're less creative, we're less kind, we're less aware, we're we're lesser versions of ourselves. So one recommendation, if you haven't made this list of three um, or for your consideration, number one is sleep. Number two, food. Lo and behold, humans run on food. 
I'll confess, I was just on a podcast not too long ago. I was partway into this podcast, and I'm realizing, like, I am not making sense. I am dumb as a box of rocks. And then it occurred to me that I had had a smoothie, and it was like 6.30 at night. I'd had a smoothie. Now, I'm 200 pounds, 6 foot tall. Just to tell you, I run on more fuel than a smoothie. Okay, so by and large, I find that nutrition is an often overlooked and simple remedy for very, very basic underperformance issues. It's a lot like sleep. If you're not putting enough calories in your body, if you're not putting the right kind of calories in your body, or if you're eating Oreos and Licamade, it's not going to give you the output that your body needs to be successful. All right, and if one and two are universal, sleep and nutrition, and, and right now you're saying, oh my God, Chase, this is so basic, but you know what? I'm telling you, try it, and you will thank me. But I'm going to put number three in a bucket. I do not want to be prescriptive, but for all of us, there is something that we know to be true for ourselves. For me, physical exercise, movement is massively beneficial it gets so many things back online for me. It, it puts my head in the right spot. It gets my heart and blood moving. A lot of times I've been trying to work on a problem for too long and I haven't changed my environment. I know that that's true for me. This bucket, this bucket number three, is you have a bucket of things for yourself that you know to be true. What are they? Is it you need a walk? Is it you need to meditate? Is it you need to connect with your significant other in the form of a hug, a walk, a talk, a cry? You know what this thing is in what I'm calling bucket number three. For me, it's exercise. For you, there is something that you know to be true that when you are feeling a little bit out of whack, if you do this, that it is a not a destructive behavior. This is not eat a carton of ice cream. This is what is a healthy behavior that you know to be true to reset. Now, let's go back to, I asked you to come up with three things. Whether my three things were a match to yours or not, I do know that sleep and nutrition are key. I also am aware that you probably have some self-awareness of what's in bucket number three for you. Some combination of one, two, and three, or even just one of those things if you're feeling frustrated or sad or depressed or angry, one of those things, it could be as simple as 10 breaths. It could be as simple as meditation. You know, this is the cool thing about us as people is we have this very strong power called intuition. And if you are honest with yourself in the dead of the night, three in the morning, staring up at the ceiling, you know what you need to do. This is your bucket number three, do that thing. All right, now would be a good time for me to wrap this podcast because I think you get the point. We talk so much about self-care. It is a, it's almost a cliche in pop culture now, but it is incredibly valuable and it is often misunderstood. Remember my creative pyramid. That is the relationship between mindset, the base of the pyramid, your habits and behaviors, the middle tier of that pyramid, and the goals. Being aware, having the mindset to acknowledge that you are that you are not in a good space, that is a powerful mindset. 
then taking action and addressing your behaviors, stopping negative behaviors and getting back to what you know is true for yourself. If you are able to do those two things, recognize and then make a behavior change, that will keep you on track, not just to your goals and your desires, but to your most fulfilled, highest self. It's literally that easy. And that's why today I made this for you. Give it a shot. Let me know how it goes. Regardless of where you might be right now, I care deeply about you and I know that you have the ability to change your position right now in life. So get after it and let me know how it goes. All right, that about wraps it up. But uh, hey, before you bounce, two quick things. Um, Actually, I'm going to go three quick things. Thing one, A, thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we're able to have a conversation is awesome. I feel uh, honored to be in your ears right now and that uh, you've paid attention to what I've been doing, what Creative Live has been doing for some time. And whether it's been a day or 10 years, I just want to say thank you. It's also really important to know on the backside of that that I, I do a lot of responding to comments. So hit me up, on, you know, direct message me on, on Instagram or Twitter or at me. I try and respond as much as possible. So let's have a conversation that transcends me just being in your ears here. Let's try and do it some, somewhere out there in, on the internet land. That's thing one. Thing two, again, I'm not quite sure what channels you pay attention to me and my work, but please go check out. I'm at Chase Jarvis or slash Chase Jarvis or whatever on all the platforms. And it's really important to me. Also, if you wouldn't mind checking out Creative Live, it's something that not only myself, but 120 other committed hardcore badass people come to work every day uh, to build the place where creators and entrepreneurs learn. So check that out. They're just slash creative live or at creative live all over out there on the internet. All right. Until again, uh, probably tomorrow. I hope I'll hear you. I'll be in your ears maybe tomorrow and I'll look for your comments on the internets. Bye.